0: You don't have to donate to Little Raleigh Radio to listen, but it'll sure sound better if you do.
1: Hello, this is Brian, the rock guitarist and vocalist
2: slash singer uh, for the wildly overrated SoCA, and you're listening to Damage
1: Goods on Little Raleigh Radio. This is new bodega song. Listening to Damage Goods on Little Wiley Radio. My name is Matt Dunn. I am your host for this evening. Welcome to episode number two hundred and one. Wow, that's pretty old, right there. It's pretty old. Yeah, <laughs> just like uh, just like me, but just getting older and older by the by the day. 50. But second, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> Millisecond. Do you want to get that granular? Or uh, we keep going. Well, we got to start out start out easy and then gradually get into that. But Great. But, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for my co-host, Seth, if you're only tuning in for his witty banter, um, he has a night off. So, um, I, I'm usually I'm a ruthless boss, but I gave him the night off tonight. So How do we get a night off? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it during the break. But <laughs> yeah, so we have a special guest in the studio. Uh, a special guest band, I should say. Or part of a band. Most of a band. Most of a band. Yeah. And what band would that be? We are, well
2: in the room right now we have coke dares of the coke dares oh okay so two-thirds of the coke dares are here sort of a quorum maybe we do have a quorum i think we're allowed to make band decisions as long as we're yeah. on a local radio station and two-thirds <laughs> of us are in the same and room. The, th- the other third is overseas Mm-hmm. we believe our is oh, in right. spain right now right we have vacation this is the only quorum these are the, the only quorum <laughs> rules so we're, we're right there so this is a good night if any, all you listeners out there if you
1: have any ideas for the coke dares this is that we can push them through the agenda right. can be moved so which members of of the coke dares do we have tonight uh i am sky miles of the coke dares mm-hmm. and what do you play uh bass guitar and vocals and who else do we have? Well, this is Doctor History, Doctor of the Coke Dares. I uh,
2: play guitar of the six-string variety, but that's um, there are basses with six strings. So I'll play. I play the one with the small. Not in strings. our band, <laughs> not yet. Maybe after tonight, Maybe after the Uh and I sing. Okay, and we both write songs. <clears throat> in other bands, we've gone by other names. We might get that to that later. That might part of, be part of the trivia. Thing,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. So, and we're where would you say the band Co- the coke dares is from is that a complicated question well it didn't used to be <laughs> we all w- when we formed the band and all lived in
0: the same town it was
1: bloomington indiana
2: mm-hmm. okay that was easy that was easy for the most part and that was we're coming up on 17 years of the coke dares in uh october ah. yeah we're about to celebrate our 17th
1: birthday wow that's a long time yeah as you mentioned mm-hmm. you said the word old earlier that also applies the Coke Coke has it been the same lineup the whole time? Yeah, yeah. We've never had a quorum like this to really change the lineup, so tonight might be the night, too. Oh, okay. Have there, It's an opportunity. What about, is there a tell-all documentary coming out any time in the, the near future?
2: We, we have a lot of band meetings where we talk for an hour and a half, two hours on the phone, and we come up with lots of really good ideas. <laughs> and one of those ideas has been a tell-all documentary. Okay. yeah.
0: We used to do sort of a tell-all podcast before... Anybody really listen to podcasts, so it was
2: kind of pointless. Yeah. And then iTunes kicked us it off good. anyway for explicit yeah. content, even though we checked the box. Really? That said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did check that box. Okay. There are six episodes available, I think, and you can get like four of them through the CokeDares.com. Windows oh, 5 wow. or... Yeah, we, Yeah. I think it was, yeah. DOS 3.1. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are now, two thirds of us now reside in Raleigh, North Carolina, though. Okay. And one third of us resides when he's not in Spain, in Philadelphia,
1: Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's great. It's and been a
2: it's been a it's been a ride, man. So glad to be here celebrating like it. it with you.
1: <laughs> well, I figured we'd warm up here a little bit before we get into the deep history of the band. Uh first of all, go through the tracks you just heard that first block of music there. The last song you heard was a band from Brooklyn, New York called Bodega. And that song was called How Did This Happen? Which you know, that could maybe you could just say the last two or so years of US history maybe is about that song is about that but yeah. uh, but anyway <laughs> that was from their their new album called Endless Scroll which was kindly sent to us from What's Your Rupture Records so thank you to them for sending that so all you other labels if you want to be cool send me free music please otherwise I'll just Slander your band on the on the air. You so. should hear. We will. We're recording uh, surreptitiously
2: what he's saying about labels that haven't sent him music. Mm-hmm. You can find it on thecoketears dot com later. <laughs>
1: right. Okay. Exactly. So, so uh, Sony Records. Where are you at? Uh, <laughs> Capital. Geffen. Yeah. We're, where are come you? On. Come on. DGC. Yeah. Get it together, guys. But. Is that even a label anymore? Anyway, I don't, I don't even know. That's a good question. But mm-hmm. well, before that, we heard new music out of melbourne australia that was your australian track of the week That was a cool band called the shifters and that track was called work life gym etc Mm. which is really all there is to life right wasn't there some sort of hashtag (laughs) I, <laughs> probably. Seems yeah. like it, yeah. Salt life? Is that what you guys are talking S- about? S- yeah. Well, I mean, come on. We're always talking about salt life. Oh, right. I get it. Oh, the salt uh, down in Australia this is probably a little different. It's clearer, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's much older. <laughs> yeah. But but that was from the upcoming Shifters album. It's called Have a Cunning Plan, and that's coming out on September the 21st. And before that, you heard a... Uh, I think it's a one-man band. I'm probably going to butcher this. Hombre Lobo International. And they're from, uh, it's a one man one-man wolfman band out of Spain. And that's really cool stuff. The track is called The Wolfman Stomp. And is off of his EP titled, Is a One-Man Wolfman Band. So there you go. And <laughs> he is playing at the Night Owl Festival coming up in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, which I'll be attending mm-hmm. in September. So I'm much looking forward to seeing that. And which is it's a really cool festival in Toronto and I think King Khan and the Shrines are headlining and mm. yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. And before before that you heard to begin the set, you heard a band from Seattle, Washington. They're called Wimps, which is a band that I'm a huge fan of, and they just released an album called Garbage People. And that could be about many, many things. A but, couple of years or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a track called Mope Around and that's about a new dance craze that they're trying to to make a storm all over the charts. And yeah, that's a really cool album off of the Kill Rockstars label. So, can't go wrong there, but but yeah, and they're I think they're playing at the Pinhook in Durham, North Carolina on August the 7th, so it'll be a great show. But anyway, yeah, so also, I understand you guys have a song about a dance craze, right? We do. We do. We, we, we
2: have a couple. I, I've been in a couple bands that have written dance songs. You probably have two, Pete. Is is the mm. is the dance craze that we tried to initiate with the Coke Jairs the only dance song you've written?
0: I'm trying to think if there's an intro to Airlift song that I probably wouldn't have written.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete did write the dance craze. Um... For the the Cokedares made famous mm-hmm. back in whatever year that EP came out. Which I don't remember. One of the last seventeen years? Uh it was definitely in the last nine years. Oh good. Probably two thousand I'm gonna say two thousand ten, the Coke released mm-hmm. one of my favorite releases, the Yellow Ages EP. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Available on a one of the labels are associated with Bandcamp Records.
1: I <laughs> I haven't heard of them. Yeah, they? they're well they're getting they're it's <laughs> pretty big these days. Getting big. Uh-huh. Yeah, can you get associated. their releases at Best Buy or where Target? Uh, mostly mm-hmm. mostly uh service
2: merchandise <laughs> if you can find it. Uh, <laughs> okay. wherever wherever McDonald's sells pizza, you can probably find Bandcamp
1: Records. Well speaking of McDonald's, mm. well we were going to going to get to some of your music here uh, later on in the show, but we have to warm up with brand new trivia game oh let's oh. do this hmm. so mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> so we have so this is kind of a new thing for us but we've got 15 questions oh wow and if you can get if you get eight out of 15 right there's some secret prizes that are out of my collection of random bullshit it's all all from my collection so well wow. You can probably imagine it's some weird stuff, but I'm just gonna another seltzer here. Right, <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. So there, it's multiple choice though, so don't worry. No. no, wow. So you get you get your choices, so it's not not fill in the blank. But we're gonna, and I'll give you the category. And any more rules? Do we uh, confer? Yeah, you can confer. Yeah, and just you you know like. Okay. Is that your final answer? You know, like it wants good. to be a millionaire. You're good. So yeah, it's sort of similar, but the prizes aren't quite as huge. So is the first question who wants to be a millionaire? Well, no, because no. th- everybody would be the answer to that. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. billionaire thousand. Anyway, go on. Right. But yeah. Are you, are, uh, are there Coke dares ready for this new trivia game? Coke dares are ready. Yes. Okay. So, uh, I'll let you pick from a few categories here. Starting out, okay? So, Great. we have podcasting, mm. '90s films, '80s films, sports, mm. or plants. I know. I know.
2: Um, I'm immediately drawn to '80s films, given no, how old do we it. are.
1: Should let's we start with it. that? All right. <clears throat> so the popular 80s movie ferris bueller's day off mm-hmm. the person that was originally cast to play ferris bueller was it a keanu reeves b charlie sheen c ralph macchio or g or d johnny depp wow
2: the only 80s movie that I know, the only famous 80s movie that I know was recast in, uh, in a way that made everybody happier was, and this won't answer the question, but was uh, Eric Stoltz, who was supposed to be Marty McFly in Back to the Future. Oh, but right. <laughs> but the movie seemed too uh, dramatic with him in it. Um, hi, what are you feeling about this, Sky oh,
1: Miles? Wow. May we hear the choices again? Oh, sure. So there's... <laughs> A, Keanu Reeves, B, Charlie Sheen, C, Ralph Macchio, and D, Johnny Depp. All right, so what is it? It's 86 or 87 that this movie's coming out.
2: I don't feel like Johnny Depp was on the radar yet. Keanu Reeves may have been. Macchio's such a stretch for me. Yeah, maybe that's why I didn't get cast. I would say, I mean, I'm leaning towards Macchio or Sheen, but Ralph Macchio and I share a birthday, so I always want him to win. With Sheen? He's in it. Could he possibly have been originally oh, cast it in it the it. lead? He is in it, isn't and it? he? Maybe he had an actual life screw up. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine that happening to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be winning. That chilling yeah. vision of...
2: What are you leaning towards?
1: Oh, gosh.
2: I mean, we're going to... We're, we're, this is like playing the lottery. <laughs> we have logic here. This is like... This is, we've been talking about... This is like speculations. How much does it cost to hum
0: the theme? I don't want to cuss little Raleigh Raleo
1: any <laughs> any more yeah. Uh,
0: <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm going to rule out Sheen for that weird logic.
2: Yep. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I feel like I, I want to rule out Depp because I don't think he was a thing at that point, or even. But maybe that would like Matthew Broderick would have.
0: Depper was what was it the
2: twenty one junkie, yeah. <laughs> early nineties, yeah. I think I was in high school, or at least grade
1: school. Dang. Um, at least grade school. It's going to be like a band meeting. It's going to be like a couple hours. Yeah, it <laughs> usually happens. Um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to just go with Ralph Macchio. Because I'm I, in. Yeah, I'm 100%. Macchio. In. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. It is Johnny Depp. Wow. Turned down the role of Ferris Bueller. He turned it down. Great question. What was he? What, was Gilbert Grape out at that point? What what movie? I think. Well, he was actually in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's right. So that was his first movie he was mm, in. That was like eighty four. 80, yeah, yeah so. 84. Shoot. Oh wait, you
2: said bullshit. Shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's all right. We're still you're still in the game. You're just over one. You know. Okay. Yeah. This is. I don't know if you're going to get any good answers from us. <laughs> <laughs> so we still have. Okay. So here's our new categories. We have podcasting 90s films we have sports or plants or more 90s films huh. well the odds are with 90s films Let's do it yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: i feel like you're really pushing this one matt
1: i am <laughs> uh? okay so <laughs> 90s films this actor similar question this actor turn down the role of Forrest Gump originally before it was cast with Tom Hanks. The choices are A. Kiefer Sutherland B. Gary Busey (laughs) C. John Travolta or D. Ethan Hawke. Man, I think it's Travolta. I don't... Someone just told me
2: this. In another life in Raleigh, I also work at a academic institution um, and so often with people who work in film studies. And this was brought up, but I think it was Travolta, but I don't know why. Maybe I just want it to be same way. I wanted Ralph Macchio to be Ferris Bueller. What do you think, Pete? I'm oh, sorry. Gosh. Sky knowing the character
0: as well as I do. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be Busey so bad. Mm-hmm. I does. don't know if Sutherland could do it. I mean, he could. I mean, we all know he could do it.
2: <laughs> well, imagine. But I mean, Donald Sutherland.
1: We know Donald Sutherland could do it. Don Don could do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Keith or Sutherland could run for like a whole a whole month straight. I mean,
2: and you know, that's the crazy thing about that movie is everything in it was real. Like they resurrected those people, and they had to listen to all those songs over and over again. And he ran for a month. I'm, so I've heard.
0: I mean, I've heard Hansel bears ass for peanuts. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. Keeper.
2: Yeah. I don't know Travolta. Well he wait hold it what year did that come out? He wait. waited ninety four. It was ninety four, so pulp fiction <clears throat> he was already on the upswing. Like Travolta was back, wasn't he? I don't know man. God I don't know either. But Busey, I want it to be Busey too. Who's the last option? Ethan. Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk. He just was he even alive then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: What do you think? Oh man.
2: N- they wouldn't have tried to get Travolta. <laughs> you don't think so? I screwed up the last one. I don't know. But you want to, I mean, You've I'll go. I've heard I, it. I've heard <laughs> it's something that somebody turned something down somewhere. Okay. But what, but what do you think? The yeah, evidence we have. I went with Machio last time. I think I pulled the trigger on that one.
1: Busey. Is that your final answer? Yes, sir. Incorrect. It's John Travolta. Shit.
2: <laughs> but at least I know one of us could have been right. Yep. It was really John Travolta.
1: Tell us more about that, Matt. I I, I don't, I think he said that. He was on record by saying that that was a mistake turning down the role of Forrest Gump, which probably was. Depends on how you think about Forrest <laughs> Gump,
2: I suppose. Right. I, I don't think, know. I mean, that, that's a really popular movie. Yeah. yeah. I forget he, how popular that
1: movie is. I think it won a bunch of Oscars, didn't it? I mean, I'm pretty sure. Did it beat Pulp Fiction? That I'm not sure, because, yeah, I think that was kind of like John Travolta's comeback. Right, but didn't Pulp Fiction also come out in 94? Yeah, I think it did, so... And so if Forrest Gump won... Maybe he... Maybe he... It probably won more Oscars, because it's probably... It's like a more... It's probably a more like family-friendly type, or more like Oscar-friendly type movie, because it's not as weird as Tarantino's. You know what I like about
2: this is that we all have the internet in front of us, but none of us are actually answering any of these questions (laughs) using the internet. We could know. Mm -hmm. Well, that would be cheating. It was 95. Well, you have the internet. You could... True. I I do have my Wi-Fi off, by the way. I cannot search the internet. Yeah,
1: so no no cheating, of course. But, okay, so you ready for the next question? Yeah, let's lose some more. Why don't you just pick the category for us? All right, okay. In that case... We're going to go with sports. Great. (laughs) This is something that Sky Miles and I really excel at. Mm. All right. We'll see. We'll see about that. Yep. (laughs) So (laughs) this city was home of the first, the very first putt-putt golf course. Wow. Was it A, Los Angeles, California. Mm -hmm. B, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Mm. C, Fayetteville, North Carolina or D Miami Florida. Now keep in mind this is not the very first mini golf course ever, but this is the first like putt putt brand. Yeah, and I think that I think that was kind of the brand that really put mini golf on the map. Well, we or, yeah, kind of like Kleenex. Of. I feel like I referred to mini golf as put. Yeah, I for think a, a lot of people do. So that's this was like I think kind of like made it real big. All right, so here's what I like about this question.
2: Mm-hmm. I know that there's I know that Matt has uh there might be... Matt likes Toronto, Ontario, Canada, as we all do. Mm-hmm. Bloor Street, that that one restaurant, the Croatian place across the street from Lee's Palace. Um, Croatian or Hungarian. Hungarian, yeah. The Botanical Gardens. Beautiful. Yeah, those beautiful places. Fayetteville would be a nice local option. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd like it to be true. Miles and miles away from Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. but still close enough to make an impact. Miami makes sense because people like to...
0: Golf do stuff. Wearing, but yeah. you're, t- you're just too old, too old even for golfing. Yeah, You can still
2: putt-putt at you that age. You can still name it put putt TM. Where was it? In, in L.A.? I mean, L.A. kind of makes sense. It's the land of, like, kitschy grass, if you know what I mean. <laughs> kitschy grass. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my new band name. That's Kitschy grass. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. It's... That's great. Quorum. Quorum says you can have it. <clears throat> Opening for Kitschy Bocce. Did you say that? Yeah, I think so. whatever Mm -hmm. trying to distract me from this i really want it to be Fayetteville. i don't i don't know what what kind of a chance we have with that
1: (laughs) one in four (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) i mean our odds
2: are about to uh, hey uh still in this la and miami are obviously bigger vacation destinations but i want the hometown to win or close to it are you from Fayetteville? where are you from matt i'm from
1: raleigh actually you are so close to Fayetteville. yeah
0: Pretty I like the Toronto reasoning. Just re- reverse
1: engineer this c- yeah. question. I like it too. Big All fan, right. Toronto. Yeah, it's your final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. It's Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yes, but hey, we're, at least we're talking <laughs> a lot. <laughs> time. In 1954, that was <laughs> that was the first very the very first public golf course. Who would have thought? Are you having a good time, Matt? Because we are. I am absolutely. This great. is this is really fun. I don't like being game show host. Yeah, this it's, is great. One of my life's goals. So, okay, so <clears throat> so we
2: really have. Um, Five Wait, we're down to, we, to yeah, we've got 5 more chances to lose.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but you're still you're still in it, you know. Still in the game here. You know, they said the Chicago Cubs would never win another World Series. Yeah, and I wish they hadn't because then uh, a certain president wouldn't be up. <laughs> I blame exactly. the Cubs. Exactly. So mm-hmm. Uh so do you want to you want to pick the next category? Sure. Uh, w- uh ha- more 90s films maybe? Okay. <laughs> All right, there we go. So, according Seltzer. According to the Website to the members of the website Rotten Tomatoes, mm. the music group, re- or sorry, the movie review website. This film is the worst film of the 1990s. Mm. Was it A. Baby Geniuses, mm. B. Batman and Robin, C. The Flintstones, or D. Cool as Ice, uh, also known as the, the Vanilla Ice? Live action movie he starred in in 1991. Yeah, you don't have to remind us. Huge fans. fans. I can't
2: imagine it's the Flintstones. That just seems too far afield. I mean, not that it's bad. I don't remember baby geniuses, and maybe that's maybe that is a thing. I can't. I'm. um, I was expecting nothing but trouble. The uh, but that may have come out in eighty nine. The Dan Aykroyd uh, Chevy Chase Demi Moore. Oh vehicle. yeah, yeah. With the I think tar- that one is nineties. That's a terrifying movie, <laughs> terrifyingly bad. So it's just a biopic? Cool as ice? Did you see it? I didn't see it. Um, it's,
1: I think I was over my vanilla ice phase at that point. It's kind of a. Uh, he, so he's like a he plays a an, an aspiring rapper who hmm. falls in love with. The rich girl from the wrong side of town or for the right side of town and her parents don't like uh don't like him or I should say I'm sorry, her parents don't like her dating such a thuggish character mm. like Nel <laughs> Ice. So that's essentially it's like a they tried to make a uh Rebel without a cause for the nineties. That mm. was sort of their intentions. I don't think they succeeded, but yeah, they were definitely to- uh, casting
2: Robert Van Winkle in such a role, uh him being from the streets of Dallas his favorite movie being the abyss don't worry <laughs> we can have another vanilla ice trivia session when this is over because right. the coke tears used yeah, to tour with know, a with a scholastic book called ice 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 the vanilla ice story and would read passages of it between really yeah so i mean the coke tears we should before we answer this question incorrectly we should mention that the, the coke tears were you know we were started in 2001 uh to be a band we wanted to be a band that uh, our goal was 25 songs 25 minutes always be the opening band that's some point that became tiring because we got older but it was also we also realized that we liked to to make jokes so the vanilla ice book was was a joke that you could just carry with you constant prompt sort of god i need that book man yeah well i I keep i'm not kidding i am goal this year is to make an audiobook of the book and share it with everybody i know just so you can yeah it's pretty good anyway Um, uh, it seems like
0: i've seen baby genius or heard baby geniuses ridiculed on some film podcasts that i enjoy mm -hmm. it's very vague I'm, gonna fi-
2: I'm fine with going with that one. The other ones don't seem bad enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that any of them are good. And the thing is, Batman and Robin, I'm sorry. I feel like that is a we built the city argument. We built the city is not the worst song ever made. It just fucking isn't. There's, there are so many Dave Matthews band songs that are so much worse than that. Right. New, new album, by the way. Oh, and it's terrible, yeah. right? Yep. Okay, I think I,
1: I feel like I've already heard it. Well, we're going to listen to it after this. Oh, great. Yeah. If you lose, we listen to the whole album. <laughs> oh no. Uh, but if you win, then you get to play your band's music. So okay, there's this your, another motivation there. Yeah. So, to let's, win. Let's go with baby geniuses. Okay. Your final answer. Yeah, that is correct. His baby geniuses from 1999 the, members of Rotten Tomatoes did vote that as the worst movie uh, of the 1990s. Did you like our logic with that one, Matt? Yeah, I think that was pretty good. It was uh, because sometimes you were like, oh, it can't possibly be so-and-so, and And you know, I I think (laughs) you never know with trivia, you know, it could be any... Sometimes there's trick questions, but...
2: I just feel like you know, the the rest of the... Like, the Flintstones... Nobody remembers that the Flintstones happened. Like, yeah. I mean, but that doesn't make it the worst. Nothing but trouble... Is bad maybe the worst i, I haven't seen baby <laughs> geniuses though maybe the maybe can make pale a,
1: kids movie make a new trivia with the actual worst movies of the 90s yeah, that's a good podcast yeah. in its own mm-hmm. i think so all right so here are next categories we have we saw podcasting we have you gonna go with that podcast in, in honor of if i may my
0: favorite film podcast uh, battleship pretension Battleship Pretension. I don't know that sure. one.
2: So I have to hmm. look that up. You've never been. I've <laughs> never <scared>. been.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it on well, home. Old history doctor. According to the <laughs> website podtrack.com, uh, they track some podcasting statistics as far as uh, listeners and popularity. This is the most popular podcast uh, completely uh, as of June of this uh, this year, 2018. Is it, but what podcast is this? Is it A, This American Life, B, the Joe Rogan podcast, C, What the Fuck with Mark Maron, or D, Serial? This is a good question, Matt. <clears throat> you have the longevity
2: of This American Life. I assume Joe Rogan is... But it hasn't been a podcast as long as it's been a radio, right? That's true. I don't know how to factor that. Yeah, that's, that's true. I guess there's a semantic issue there. Mm-hmm. But it is a very. I think it has always been a popular podcast, though. Yes, definitely in the top ten of downloads in my in my brain. They no I'm longer say
0: up. definitely in Matt's presence. I mean, which oh, I respect. That's true. Yeah, I respect it too. There's no
2: no real rules in trivia. Yeah. Um. Joe Rogan. Who's that?
1: Comedian. Comedian, right? Related to Seth. I don't, I don't think. think he, he, I think. don't. No, I think he was on uh, news radio. That Joe Rogan. <clears throat> yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, you know, cereal, I remember cereal being the thing that made my mom understand what podcasts were.
0: I don't want to say the gump of podcasting, but in a way maybe Yeah.
2: of this list. I did, I did, I did like it the, when I listened to the first season, but it was talked about. It was like, it was really the, like the wire, the, the wire yeah. of podcasting in my, uh, estimation the Beatles
1: of podcasting maybe
2: yeah, yeah. as of so maybe. as of what yeah. as of you say June of 2018 I'm sorry to talk
0: over that right yeah yeah that's comment no that's this. all right yeah
1: as of June 2018 so so second season of
0: Marin's recent hit uh
2: glow right yeah maybe people are glomming onto WTF well every, I, I feel like everybody listens to someone at some point in every conversation I have literally every day says <laughs> did you hear that on WTF every day in June yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> my new podcast every, I mean we've already we talked about it at the break I actually I don't I don't know there's so many possible answers <laughs> I'd love to talk about all of well, them at well, length.
1: you have a one out of four chance yeah just yeah. keep that in mind oh god
2: so is this the most, it's the most popular podcast as of June, 2018, like right? June what does that,
1: what does most popular mean? Most downloaded? Right. Yeah. The most listened to in so. June or ever like, mul- like cumulative. I think that would be just for the month of June, I believe. Mm. So. Does cereal have something new? No, I don't think so.
2: But I haven't, no, I was not going to rule it out for that reason. I would, I wouldn't rule it out if it were ever podcasts ever. I feel like he may have given, given us a hint. Mm. And the Coke tears are old and very tired, and very but sometimes, yeah, real old, but go with it, but I don't, but <laughs> I don't know what we're going with. I don't know. <laughs> I want to, I mean, I'm God, I'm probably leaning towards, I
1: don't know the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't so know I don't even, been
0: on this
2: in June either. Maybe like, actually, I'm
1: sorry. I should be, all... I should say incorrect It's, um, I think it's, uh, like a cum like most downloaded of all time yeah, as so. of June so it's um so keep that in mind okay
2: so so this american life has 500 episodes at this mm-hmm. point serial had two serial had two seasons but was the most downloaded podcast of all time when <laughs> it came out the first time is it possible that even though they don't make episodes anymore that it is still the most downloaded thing although what what the fuck has Tons. or is it going to be the dark horse rogan
0: i don't, need, I don't know, I don't I don't know that much about his podcast i don't know <laughs> welcome to defeating the coke tears again yeah thanks everybody
2: um uh, um yeah let's just go with cereal
1: is that your final answer yes sir Incorrect. It's This American Life.
2: <sighs> Makes sense. Yeah. So the so the like the the amount of episodes and the amount of downloads and that was you know serial was it This American Life spinoff. So yeah, I think true. though
1: I think Joe Rogan and Serial all were all in the top ten. I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't think Mark Barron actually made it as high as I would have thought. Yeah. It's a popular show, but I don't Figures. think it's quite as popular. Yeah. Um, all right, but you're you're one out of five. You're still in the game. Great. Not so, bad. Twenty percent. Yeah. So, let's see. Okay. So. Okay, so our next categories are plants, fast food trivia, mm. pop star quotes. Mm. These are good. Eighties pop songs or Billboard chart history. I want to go. I want the two I want are fast
2: food and eighties pop songs. So you want to start with fast food? I want food? the quotes. Quotes? So, oh, let's as go as with the quotes. There. No, yeah, let's, let's do those three in that order. <coughs> pop star <coughs> quotes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pop star quotes, fast food trivia,
1: 80s pop songs. Okay, so pop star quotes. This pop star once claimed that they, they uh, quote unquote, I'm like a Sid Vicious for a new generation. Was it A, Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day, hmm. B, Ava Levine, C, Benji from Good Charlotte, or T, or D we didn't give, don't worry there's not that many choices or D Tom DeLonge of the band Blink 182 oh
2: man I really wanted to be Avril huge fan
1: <laughs> man may we hear the quote again mm-hmm. the quote is uh, I'm like a Sid Vicious for a new generation Did
0: any of these boneheads play bass but I, I don't consider Avril a complete
2: bonehead. No, no. Um, who do we have there? Billy, Billy Joe, of course, is a famous guitar player, brother of Tim from Rancid. It's what he's best known as being, <laughs> uh, Avril. Might she might pretend to play bass in a um, in a, and she's also dead. Right, According you guys, to internet conspiracy. Yeah, you players. guys know that Avril, there's a, it's a fake Avril now. So.
0: No, I don't really keep up with that anymore. Yeah, I yeah. remember the Ultimate Warrior conspiracy from whatever
2: decade that was. Though, so. <laughs> I'm definitely in. Uh, I think Tom DeLonge might be, but you know, would it? So if, any, if anybody said that, would they know that Sid Vicious sort of played bass? Yeah, I'm going to rule that out as even a factor. I think it's a good point. one to think about, though. Like, Tom is Tom DeLonge. Can we ask you a question? Is Tom okay. DeLonge the bass player in Blink
1: 182? Um. Is that a fair? Question. I'm gonna You're just different. leave the question as is. So. Oh man, mm. I wanted it to be Avril, although it seems like is. How about this? Is Tom DeLonge the conspiracy theorist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he is the one who's all about the aliens. I believe is right? he also yeah. the Trump supporter in Blink One Eighty Two? Or am I just making that? Am I just spreading rumors it's, now? Cocoa I don't know because it's hard to keep up with like wacky <laughs> celebrities because you never know like what
0: yeah yeah that could be the angle who's the mo- who's the most foolish to say something like that or the most possibly media savvy? <laughs>
2: yeah I like the idea of Avril saying it because uh, it's a new gen- like that seems like a thing you know sex pistol shirts were in target yeah around we, the time the complicated Where was Sid from? She's from, mm-hmm. from uh, the uh, j- jolly old England. The jolliest of old it Yeah, old I think, think London, yeah. hmm?
0: Still in the family.
2: Yeah, I i don't know. I don't, I don't know, know the I don't answer. Know.
1: I want to go with Avril. Is that your final answer? Yeah. That is correct. It is yes. Avril V. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> One more. Yeah, yeah kind favorite. of. Yeah, I
2: wish, you could, wish there was a
1: microphone in front of that great high five. All right. Yeah, that's two out of six there. So mm-hmm. Okay, so and next you wanted fast food trivia, right? Yes, please. So hungry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the question is, McDonald's, what was their first Happy Meal promotion tie-in with a franchise? Oh. And the hint was this would have been in 1979. The choices are A. Superman. B Batman. C Star Wars or D Star Trek? Um Star Wars New Hope was 77 and
2: Empire was 81. Batman was 89. Star Trek may have been 79. What was the
1: fourth one? There was Superman, Batman, Star Wars, and Star Trek. When did Superman come out?
2: I remember watching it on HBO a lot when I was very young, but I don't remember seeing it in the movie theater. My guess is it's between Superman and Star Trek. I don't think it's Star Wars.
0: I don't know. I... This would have be been original Star Trek?
2: Yeah, the first one. I, Wrath of Khan was eighty two. I
0: don't have
2: a or three. I don't
0: have a good as uh I don't have a good aspect
2: I don't have a good picture of how popular it was, the first one. I think it was probably exciting when it came out for people who were alive at that point. If it was their first promotion, whom would they have partnered with? It seems like Superman is very American, a very American thing. <laughs> and McDonald's also is one of those things. They strive to be. So I, since I don't know, I, I mean, I don't know. That's I'm drawn to Superman. Let's do it. I don't remember if it came out then, but let's go no, for it. And your final answer? Yeah. Incorrect, it's Star Trek. It is Star Trek. Yes. So the yes, first one was 79. Right. seems boring. Mm-hmm. But I bet yeah. it was a little, like you got little USS Enterprises. It was a first try, though. Yeah, yeah, they're just
1: starting out. So, and
2: what is it? The odd ones are bad, and the even ones are good in the Star Trek fan franchise, like Wrath of
1: Khan. I'm not a, I'm not. I like Star Trek, but I'm not knowledgeable on it, so I'm not sure what. Couldn't tell you that. See, that's the thing. Like it, it just seems so boring. Right. I guess I, I liked <laughs> six.
2: Six was pretty good. Anyway, whatever. Well, so we're two for seven here, Pete. Yeah, uh, yeah Sky. Yeah. Sky.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're still in it. So okay, so categories what was the next one you wanted you wanted uh, 80s, 80s, uh, 80s pop song yeah you got it okay so according to the readers of rolling stone magazine this song is the worst song of the 1980s is it a starship we built this city god damn it is it b <laughs> men without hats the safety dance c rick astley never gonna give you up or d wham with wake me up before you go go it's got i mean i'm just gonna say it's got to be starship
2: because it's such a it's been hammered into us that it's the worst so if 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 rolling stone has changed their mind i'll be happy i'm happy to get an incorrect answer but they chose starship that your final answer yes that is correct it is starship (laughs) damn it there's i mean that song why is that song so bad why are any of those songs that bad? Really? <laughs> like "Safety Dance" is not a bad song. It's got that cool sound in it. Yeah, that's a great song. Was a, was, that and "Wham" would have been voted higher. Yeah, w- "Wake Me Up" is not. Why is that a bad song? Because he says "go, go" in it, like "go, comma, go." <laughs> I mean, that seems like a that seems like a metham or an amphetamine thing. He's just like he's he's stuttering "go" right. because he's excited to go to the club. <laughs> <laughs> <Don't>, I mean, <laughs> this is a whole podcast we need to do. I'm there. sorry. I seriously, I've gotten into pop culture analysis. i I've, I've, I have, I will attack people. I'm <laughs> not attack. I will, I will discuss with people what is worse than we Build the city. I don't, I don't understand it. There's so many worse things.
1: There, do, oh, I, I agree. I think that they, because you think of some of the really drab. And there, there's, a, you know, there's. I, I guess it's the songs that are like the most maybe they're in people's heads the most. So it's not, to me, it's not really the true worst songs of the eighties. Cause of course really, there's some really big stink. Like you would think it'd be like Michael Bolton or something like that. But well, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I would think. What about like, she's the boss by Mick Jagger. Like if we're talking, <laughs> if we're talking
2: about like a con- so I think that the argument often is starship used to be so good, which I kind of disagree with. I, I feel like there's some good starship, sorry, Jefferson airplane songs. Right. But like, and there's an empire, and I think it's great that I think there's it's some great songs there, but it's not enough yeah. to like rule out mm-hmm. some of the horrible Rolling Stone singles of the '80s, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know? but yeah. I guess none of them made it to number one or whatever. So. People,
1: it's just like the go-to crap song they can think of. Yeah, the and I think perhaps they're also thinking of songs that are still in heavy rotation now. Oh, maybe yeah, because I think people's mm-hmm. pop culture like attention spans can be short sometimes, where they. <laughs> their only thing because i feel like that we build the city song is still in like concert rotation yep, if you turn yeah on the radio but anyway <clears throat> that's another sh- another story for another day okay so what, are our, we three for eight now yes that is correct oh, so you are still in it hey we're almost up to, right. we're almost to 500 exciting all right so we've got uh categories plants i like this billboard thing that you mentioned B- billboard chart history mm. 90s pop songs both of these sound great more billboard chart history or world
2: record holders? Um, as long as the world record holders has something to do with those two dudes on motorcycles, you know the ones I'm talking about. Do you know their names? I don't. They were always, what, the fattest people in the world and they were mm-hmm. always pictured, they were twins. The fattest twins? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Always pictured riding <laughs> oh, motorcycles? Yeah. Um I I really I kinda wanna move I want I'm interested in the billboard and and pop songs things. I'm afraid of plants. Okay. I wanna do
1: plants. You want to? Okay. Let's do plants first. Okay. Okay. The (laughs) the Venus flytrap plant is native to which area of the United States? Is it a Florida and Georgia? <laughs> B. <laughs> Sorry, you can't see. So some, I'm, uh, I'm the Arsenio Hall. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Your choices is uh, again for the Venus flytrap where it's native to. It's Florida and Georgia. Is A. B is North Carolina and South Carolina. C is New York State or D is Oregon. B. 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 B North Carolina, B, South Carolina. B, B, is that your final answer? Yes. yes. That is correct. Yes. yes. Yeah, so you knew that one. I guess plants is like your strong area, yeah, I know. <laughs> there <laughs> it is, the
2: dark horse. We're at 500 now though, right? or 4 for four 9. We're at
1: 9. That's pretty good Shoot, though. Close. You're hard there. to divide. Yeah. Too hard. Okay. Need another Seltzer. <laughs> so, so, okay, so now we're going to mm-hmm. Let's go right into Billboard Records. You yeah. want Billboard chart history? I love Billboard. My, That's my favorite
2: label, Billboard yeah. Records.
0: <laughs> right. Okay.
1: Okay, so which artist has had the longest time between the longest elapsed between having top 10 hits on the billboard charts. Mm -hmm. Good question. Is it a Santana B Roy Orbison Mm. C Paul McCartney or D Barry Manilow? Wow. What a great question. No matter what,
2: I'm going to be excited to hear this answer. (laughs) I mean, all great choices, of course. The Coke Dares like to listen to classic Casey Kasem top forty uh, rebroadcasts. Oh yeah, on those tour. are fun. Yeah, they are fun. I wish there was a way to just have. I would pay for a service to be able to listen to that on demand. Yeah, I would. I really, <laughs> totally. I, really would. I would pay. I would pay ten dollars a month yeah, for to that. Yeah, Pull up an exact date. Yeah, just exact anything I Saturday. want. I want that database. Case, I will. Casey Kasem and Chill, right? Yeah, of Netflix yeah. and Chill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, that I would. Yeah, I would have been my wife loves it too. So yeah, it works out. Yeah. It's a great database, so to speak. Um, Roy Orbison had that hit with, well, he was in the, Wilburys. He in the Burries, so he, and then he had the, that other hit, the anything you want. You got it. Yeah. The, which is non Wilburys. Little... Oh, yeah. yeah. It was it just was, him.
1: And so those were, those was, were close.
2: Those are like within three years. Of it each Is of based it. on
1: the songwriter or performer. It would Credit. be under their, their, um, like they released the track there. Yeah. They're, their name as we so either Santana Orbison Paul McCartney or Barry Manilow so it can't it can't be the Beatles or it can't be but it would have been Orbison be writing a song that's oh, yeah his Orberson. name would be on the track I got gotcha. okay, so okay, Wil- you so may not work there yeah yeah mm-hmm. and Barry Manilow if he was in another band that doesn't count i probably I don't not, think he heard he was a <laughs> terrible bandmate. <laughs> <laughs> always stole the towels <laughs> right yeah I mean, just,
2: just bad manners at the hotel Anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't have a. I don't have a good sense of the Manilow comeback track. What that would have been. I don't feel right, like he the, had many hits in, uh, late in life. I feel like he had a string of hits and then didn't have one again. Keep going. Um, I know that horrible Santana song was. Must have been a long span since he had had a hit. I don't even know if he was performing. Well, he had an '80s hit that Nicole, oh. that Nicole always reminds me of. But that, I mean, Smooth was '99. So that would have been a good 13, 14 years. Roy may have had a longer time between hits. He had the Wilburys. Especially under his name. Yeah.
1: It's actually, a pretty tough question, I think. so. Yeah.
2: So uh, do you like, is there a logic? Uh, you, you don't have to give us any hints. So This one, this is McCartney. S- please stop looking at us.
0: <laughs> like, I was trying to think of uh, Free as a Bird, but
2: that wouldn't count. That was the Beatles. Yeah, that doesn't count. I can't remember if he's had Ghost a hit in Beals. the last five or ten years, even. I, mean, I stopped.
0: I stopped even trying to see his name after "Flaming Pie" was the name of the record. You mean, not kisses on the bottom. I didn't listen after that, right? Memory almost full. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> These are all news to me. Wow, he just got worse and worse <laughs> until that recent TV. Co- anyway,
2: I don't know, man. I mean, I hate. I mean, I hate that Santana song, so I don't want it to win. <laughs> I really like Roy Orbison, and I would like to think okay. that later in his in his life, after years of but I'm wrong. I feel like I'm going to be wrong. I keep making these <laughs> de- declarations, and I'm probably Manalo. It probably is. What you, what's your feeling, Pete?
0: Since it's so unlikely to be Manalo, now I want to go with Manalo.
2: Yeah, I want it to be Orbison. <laughs> I want to vote with my conscience. Yeah, I conscience. do. Too. Maybe maybe this is a good time to vote with our conscience. Okay. Yeah, we both like Orbison.
1: On three. One, One two, two, three, three Orbison. Orbison. That's your final answer. Yeah. Incorrect. It's Paul McCartney. Oh shit! Okay, well that's good that we so, okay, we all in twenty in two thousand fifteen he did a track with which I have never heard with Rihanna and Kanye West called Four or Five Seconds. Oh, uh, because, and so his, uh, his someone, oh someone Saturday Night Live playing with Kanye. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was, it was horrible. And that was, that song hit the top ten. Otherwise, before that, it had been twenty nine years and two weeks. Wow! Since he'd had a top ten hit, it was. The theme song to the ni- 1986 film Spies Like Us with Chevy Chase and Dan
2: Aykroyd. Spies Like Us.
1: Yeah, that was his last Top Ten hit before that. I used so. to enjoy that movie. Yeah, me too. Well, I'm glad that we picked someone who we liked. Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, that's, that's I a tough question, honestly. So. <laughs> kind of,
2: I mean, that insightful comment you made earlier about the Beatles made me think Bass about player? Paul McCartney. Great singer. Mm-hmm. Excellent sense of melody. Possibly the best drummer in the Beatles. Yeah. Is that what they were hinting at? I think that's what they were hinting at. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So we we're you're still in the game, though. So we have... We're four for 10. Yeah, we have... Baton 400. Right. So we have Woo! 90s oh, yeah. pop songs, more Billboard chart history. Let's
2: do uh, Billboard chart history, and then... Uh, no, let's change it up with 90s pop songs, and then
1: go back to bill, Billboard chart okay, history. Okay, 90s pop songs. According to the readers of Rolling Stone Magazine, this song was voted the worst song of the 1990s. Hmm. It's Counting Crows, but go on. <laughs> and, and Craig, that's actually not a choice, but A is is Lynn, If You Steal My Sunshine. Mm-hmm. B is Barbie Girl by Aqua. Ooh. C is Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. And D is Mbop by Hanson. Hmm. I, mean, I think Barbie Girl or
2: Mbop would be the ones I would choose. Because If You Steal My Sunshine at least has that cool sample from some disco song. Saving Grace. No, I mean, I, like, every time, I, I can't remember even what song that is, is sampling, and I'll use the internet later to figure it out. But why. every time I hear the original song, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that terrible song with all this bad singing in it. <laughs> I just don't feel like it's popular enough to be the worst song ever.
0: Yeah, that's why, for that reason, I'm leaning, leaning
2: towards Mbop. Yeah, I want to go with that one, too. But are people going to go Ice Ice Baby because it's more fun to make fun of? No, because... They, no. I think people legitimately like that song. Well, okay. Maybe. <laughs> don't, don't don't judge it on The Room. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go with Mbop. Okay. Although
0: it could be Barbie Girl. Yeah, I don't remember that song. No offense to the worst song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <was> the potential <laughs> worst song ever. <clears throat> there are rabid Hanson fans out there. Yeah, that's us I true. mean. I, I, I want to go with that one, though. I hate that song. I don't even hate it. I don't care. <laughs> so, so Barbie Girl is legitimately a bad song, but... <laughs> <laughs> all of these have... The, they share that same characteristic of... Which one are we ruling out all together? The, the Len song. The Lem? Lem? Len, Len? Len? I don't know. Maybe that's it, too. Okay. But now, I, I don't know. Let's go with Hanson. Hanson.
1: Is that your final answer? Is it? Yes. Incorrect. It's Barbie
2: Girl by Aqua. Okay. Well, at least we were in the right... I'm going to use a sports metaphor. Ballpark. Just so I can keep (laughs) saying that our batting average is good. Uh Now we're in the high threes.
1: But you're still in the game. We're we're like the Wade Boggs of trivia. (laughs) First time trivia on a podcast. Right. Right. Exactly. So, okay. So you have... After this, you have... Let's see. We have... More Billboard chart history. Sure, you want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. This artist was the oldest person to have a number one hit song on the Billboard charts. This is song, by the way, not album. Just keep that in mind. Song, not album. Right. Because I think album probably changes the game a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, the choices are A. Share. B. Frank Sinatra. Hmm. C. Louis Armstrong or D Jerry Lee Lewis. Wow. So
2: great balls of fire was, was re-released in 87 when that Dennis Quaid movie or whatever year that was when that Dennis Quaid movie came out Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't surprise me. It seemed like in the late eighties, songs like stand by me were being re-released and going to number one that fucking Righteous Brothers song.
0: How old was he when that happened? Yeah, he probably wasn't that old. Sinatra and Armstrong might have been like over a 100, right? No, not that old. (laughs) Possibly.
2: (laughs) Old Blue Eyes still still going strong. uh I caught up in the posthumous aspect of it. But, I mean, uh, What a Wonderful World could have been reissued after Louis died. Mm -hmm. Um, Frank could have had a number one. I can't remember if any of those duets made it to number one. And it's it's impolite to talk about Cher's age, so I just can't really... Was Believe a number one hit? And she would have been in her 60s then? I don't know how old she is, but probably in her 60s, maybe 70s at this point.
0: If Louis Armstrong had a hit in the 2000s, how old would he have been? Very old. Because if he was... Still making hits I, I I don't know I should know more About his history I don't know He's
2: probably in his 40s Still making hits So the only So what a wonderful world Would be the only <clears throat> Potential And I don't know That I ever made it To number one Yeah maybe not It could have it Maybe the Good morning F- Vietnam soundtrack And he would have been in, He would have been Dead by then And in his late 80s If he mm. were alive it's shoot. These are good questions. Oh, yeah. thank
1: you. Thank you. That's... <laughs> yeah.
2: These are good. I mean, uh, but my question to you is, did you know these answers before you found these questions?
1: Um, you knew the Johnny s- Depp answer. Some, some of, a couple of the questions, but some of them I genuinely was curious because I kind of wanted to know. Yeah. I'm glad like This could... one I was curious about. I thought it was like an interesting question. I kind of want to go with Cher
2: just because we haven't had a lot of women show up on this. And I want to be I don't know, more inclusive. Avril got it but uh let's see logically uh frank could have had a hit but i don't know what it would have been yeah, maybe they weren't number one that's a good point i feel like share made. i think believe i don't know if believe made it to number <laughs> one it's a big damn track though it was a big track and
1: who i mean at that point wasn't billboard sort of obsolete and who was the last one that right. was jerry lee lewis jerry lee lewis Louis armstrong frank sinatra and share
2: i don't i kind of want to go with share but I don't know if that. What do you think? <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're if if What it, a Wonderful man. World actually made it tonight, was that on the radio when we were kids? I remember liking it, but maybe it was just because it was on that tape that it, it, it like, that was it, was it on like Luke a. Mower used to play in the back of the bus, Wasn't it like a S- Apple commercial or Sony commercial or some tear jerking
0: commercial, either in during the Super Bowl or Christmas or could, whatever yeah, your probably. favorite end of your holiday is. Yeah,
2: but that and did Billboard bumped up Starbucks did promoted it, it or did, something? Did it count? Did it the sale? I don't yeah. know. Who knows what Billboard even means? Yeah. Matrix. Gosh, and we're, just, we're just. <laughs> just Coke tears are mad now. Do we have a four sided die? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's say Cher. I want to say Cher. Okay. Is Cher. that your Cher. final
3: answer? Yeah. yeah.
1: That is correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 The song Believe came, hit number one in 1999, and Cher was at the age of 52 years old. God, that's young. People yeah, you over think, 52 haven't had a number one hit? It's. Uh, I think that there's been hit songs but not like quite number one yeah
2: <laughs> i'm actually frankly surprised that believe made it to number one but that's that now i know why people do
1: it at karaoke all the time mm-hmm. yeah that keeps you in the game there yeah. so
2: five out of 11 right five out of 12 so oh, yeah. good lord right. oh man this is it if we lose at all right right all right yeah sudden, sudden death. Death. yep
1: yep exactly okay We're so the coke tears. <laughs> we have world record holders animals or nineties pop groups. Choose wisely, my friends. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Pete? Oh wow. It's mostly downhill. Let's say it's gonna be uphill. Let's go on. I wanna go animals. Animals. Okay. Uh, I thought this was a really fun question. So this animal is currently the oldest living terrestrial animal on the planet. Huh. Now it's it's a now let me say this, it's not as in like when was the animal discovered. But like one one animal on the planet, like one singular, like one singular cat or one singular dog, not the whole species. But like if you had a cat named Joe and he was like fifty years old, or you know, right. right. So which of these animals is the oldest? Has an oldest living terrestrial animal that's as far as recorded on the planet. Um, and here are your choices. There's. Let's see. Keep going. There's a the tortoise. Mm. B the elephant c there's a whale or d there's a, a koi fish so those are your choices hmm. interesting so yeah it's just one animal like i said i hope that makes sense that's yeah not... so there's a named animal somewhere right right that is the, very, it is very very old it is a named animal so it's not you know a whole species i mean i feel like tortoises and elephants both get
2: really old don't they i think i think <laughs>
0: <laughs> the tortoises get much older than elephants yeah that's my primate brain talking. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I like know. the
2: idea of a koi fish being so old that it has a trivia question about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's some sort of whale or is it a
2: specific whale? Like would yeah, be, be a whale. It would be a whale that like someone uh, like took care of. Johnny whale. Yeah, Joe the cat, Johnny the whale. Wow. <laughs> um, I...
1: I want to go tortoise. I agree with you. Is that your final answer? Yes. Yes. That is correct. Jonathan the tortoise. Oh, Johnny. Johnny Tortoise. Johnny he, T. He was born in 1832. <laughs> he's still alive. He's 186 years old. What? Whoa. This man has seen the Civil War <clears throat> and lived to tell the tale. It's you. Yes, he's a male. And he, <laughs> he lives he currently lives on the island of St. Helena. Wow. He can can it. one visit Johnny the tortoise? Uh, <laughs> um, not really. I think they've kind of got him, uh, propped up. <laughs> apparently they have, although the government apparently has taken, uh, extra steps to keep, keep him healthy and alive. Cause yeah, he knows goldless. a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's maybe. he's got all the government's, the world's secrets, probably. So. Maybe Johnny
2: T is the reason Stephen <laughs> King invented that uh, tortoise spirit that exists in It for some reason. <laughs> it part two hasn't come out yet. It, maybe it'll fit. be explained. Yeah, whatever. Old Johnny T. Good t- go, so we have two questions left. All right, so we're six for 13 now. Right. So, oh, man, so we're t- bringing that. it down to the wire. Oh, Nobody yeah. knows who we are. Nobody's ever heard our music, and they won't because we keep... <laughs> right. <laughs> Polls <Poles laughs> me. mean nothing. So...
1: There's Now choose wisely. You have two categories left. You have world well, we record have to choose wealth. both, yeah. But <laughs> right. The time. World record holders or
2: 90s pop groups? Man, so the the non-music ones have been so much easier. Gimme's practically. Mhm. <laughs> but do we do we want to go out? How do we want to how do we want to <laughs> get slayed here? <laughs> um, well, I
0: defer to you yeah you know you're the doctor
2: uh, uh, yeah I am the doctor uh, but you're of the sky let's do a world record let's yeah I'm, I'm leaning towards that too that's our final okay. answer for the next question <laughs> that we want okay
1: the world world record holders okay uh-huh. this what, what is the age of the uh, as of today the oldest living person on the planet mm. this person resides in Japan mm-hmm and you have a choice of A, 114 years old. Oh, it's going to get real specific, isn't it? B one, <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> B, 120, C, 117, or D, 110. Man. It's not 110.
0: I agree. Based on some news giblet I've accidentally heard recently, Japan sounded right, although that that's built into the... Question. See, the problem is the number I first thought of was one eighteen, mm. and that's What's somewhere that? between one seventeen and one twenty. But I was kind of aghast. I mean, clearly this guy's not as old as a tortoise or a lady, or a lady. Is it a man <clears throat> or a woman? It's a man. From what I recall, but maybe that's this is just a person.
1: Um,
2: wait, let me go back because I'm trying to. Rem- yeah, good, I only give you yeah. the wrong
1: answer. <clears throat>
2: Listen, steady listeners, he's using the internet,
1: which you too can use. It's actually, a, oh, okay, I just want to make sure yeah. I got this right. It's, it is a female. Oh, my bad. So, so I, I the news just...
0: giblet I heard means nothing. Mm.
2: But this, the person. This is the oldest person. There's well, if a that person right? was 118, then the oldest person would hey, be older than that. There's something. That is a 120, that's old. Even the gypsy in Richard Bachman's Thinner was only 106. <laughs> just bringing old SK around. I think it's 120
0: or 117. God. 120 is just too old, unless you're a tortoise. But you heard. Or maybe a Norwal? Yeah, but I thought it was a man, so I don't know what I heard.
2: Opening a delicious seltzer. Care for one? Yep um i don't know 118 one wait what is it 117 or 120 yep i don't even know do should we f- i don't even want to flip a coin <laughs> what's the worst that can happen we play some of our music and then we yeah, see what the last sort one of is no, the worst
1: is the dude dave matthews album <laughs> oh, that's right god yeah. that's what happens if we live the fate of the world is honestly yeah, resting in your yeah. shoulders so
2: Let's go for it. You want Yeah. All the way? Yeah. All, right, let's go all the way to the top.
1: <laughs> all the way. All right. 120? 120. 120. Is that your final answer? Yes. Incorrect It's 117. Great. Chio Miyako is the name of the person in Japan. Yeah, that's, that's a tough question. It was right? a fun so,
2: game. It was a fun game. Can you tell us, us what us. the last question was and we'll answer real fast? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we would have lost on the probably the age question.
1: I wanted it to be 120.
2: One seventeen is pretty high, though. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but compared to one twenty. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, every year at that point is like twelve years in dog. Right.
1: It's like twelve dog years, which is like uh, one hundred and forty-four years every year. One seventeen, you're probably like really tired a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Not as much as when
0: you're one twenty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Better in every category or higher. Okay, so <laughs> one way or another. the last category is nineties pop groups. Yes, please. What was it? Uh, Two members of this 90s pop group recently got in a fight on stage uh, after one member of the band came out on stage at the end of the show, very intoxicated, and shoved the other band member and shouted, I am motherfucking... Name of the band, basically.
2: Wow, this is so, a cool question. So we, we don't have to pontificate too long about it, but I want it. Who do you want it to be? Front two for two Yeah, <laughs> I
4: am fucking front.
2: <laughs> it is a little more mainstream, but yeah, a good guess. Uh, so, I am fucking Einstüd Sendenoy Button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess it doesn't. The, these are the two people left. This is a reunion thing, so there doesn't necessarily mean it's a two-piece band, or maybe yeah, no. I
1: think it's. That, um, and it was a 90s band so it couldn't be the eagles uh what are our, uh, your choices are a ace of bass i am motherfucking i am motherfucking ace of, of bass b is i am motherfucking boys to men you know to put it into context uh-huh, uh-huh. c is i am motherfucking color me bad or d <laughs> <laughs> or d i am motherfucking spice girls wow wow so the only non like this girl just happened like thing. a couple of days ago or huh. i believe so
2: uh, I want it to be ace of bass because the other one's like, who knows uh, is there a lead singer in any other band I guess there's that dude in Call me Bad who was always a lead singer. maybe it's them. I mean it doesn't matter we
0: have yeah, that nothing that kind of rolls off the tongue in the most nasty way in a yeah. good way
2: i like, i I
1: want just I wanna run with Call me Bad okay. real fast. Is that your final answer? I mean, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. That is correct. Yes. Yes, it was. One of the members of Call Me Bad recently, yes, they came on stage and fought another band member while they were intoxicated so i think there's <laughs> might be a so can we say at least that the coke tears got seven out of 15 right yeah that's pretty good so yeah. so uh <laughs> man that age question that was hard man so we you you played such a great game we're gonna um let you have a prize anyway so oh, awesome. wow, the first time that. anyway it's the an experimental so yeah it was fun too and these are secret prizes so you have a choice though your choice is the Hip Hop for Kids instructional dance VHS tape. Oh, man. Very cool. Or the Theodore Rex film starring Whoopi Goldberg and an animatronic dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real movie. Uh-huh. I think I might have had There's a copy of that. Hype, the grunge music documentary on oh. VHS. Oh, yeah. actually thought about trying to find that recently oh, is it, has it been reissued on uh, I dvd it, i think it has yeah uh, uh, who, who needs also, it so there's the best of tom jones on cassette tape hmm. is he shirtless on that um or is he wearing like a body suit to me i think he's shirtless yeah. yeah um also you have the choice of a book called the worst rock and roll records of all time hmm. by jimmy gutterman and owen o'donnell this is from 1991. It's kind of an old book. Good, uh, possibly best for the copters. Yeah, the copters might right. like that to have in a touring vehicle. Also, you have Europe's "The Final Countdown" album on cassette tape. Ours is messed up. Right? <laughs> you no, know, because our cassette that player that works, works okay. real well. No, I mean our copy of that. Oh yes. You also oh. have "Vinylysis an to the Extreme." That one is on in the van. Uh-huh. To okay. the
2: Extreme is, works fine, but Final
1: Countdown does not. Also, the Martial Arts film "Pray for Death." On the biggest VHS, yeah. Tape is that I've ever a, is that, my a life. is that a a U-matic tape? <laughs> that's a a regular VHS tape. It's just a, get a some phone? extra packaging in there. Yeah, they they had these big box. Oh, for, that's the video rental box, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. nice. just nice. so yeah. you. Have your choice of one of those prizes. So. Okay, well, we will. Do we have to choose now? No,
2: I mean you can simmer, simmer over it. Can we simmer because I? Yeah, wait, well. What are you thinking though, Pete? What's your first inclination? Um, <clears throat> the book. Yeah, the book calls to me too. The book or the the Europe tape. See, I'm thinking in terms of also
0: uh, media preservation terms. We know the paper will last hundreds of years if treated correctly. It's true. We're not sure about the other media.
2: Yeah, I mean, so with the, I, I'm interested in hip hop for kids only because <laughs> good be sample good. opportunities. Uh, you maybe use my place, our place of employment, to mm-hmm. to transfer that mm-hmm. and then have a bunch of audio clips. Speaks to most ages. But this can live in a van and we well, read.
0: We could also interlibrary loan that from some of our other colleagues at the library. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Not have to own that. Pray for death is interesting just for the box, it's but big, you know, you know, Matt, you may not know this, but the song, the cook, have a song called you are not carrying a big box. Sometimes referred to as I'm not carrying a big box by exit on the set list. By oh, wow. Yours, truly. <laughs> but,
1: yeah. I, um, so that does make me interested in the box. Well, you'll have time to take it over, so don't worry. Thank Matt.
2: I want to, we, we, the Coke Dares really want to thank you for having us as part of your inaugural embarrass the old people game. (laughs) Absolutely. That was really fun. That was fun.
1: Yeah, that was pretty fun actually. So I'm going to play a quick song real quick and then, um, you all going to take over and play God knows what. Yeah. (laughs) God only knows. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so we're going to play, um, what are we going to play? Um, we're going to go with a band out of Canada. They are called the dream dates. This is from a 1979 release. The band is called the dream dates and the EP is called moans on the phone. And it's the title track from that 12 inch from 1979. And then, uh, the Coke dare is going to take over and play some, uh, really weird shit. Hopefully. So yeah, don't touch that dial. As they used to say, <laughs> So we're back here on Damaged Goods with uh, the Coke Dares. And what did we just hear there? Well, we just heard uh, the, the song we just heard was uh, the first track from our the
2: Coke Dares debut album, Here We Go With the Coke Dares, called I Won't Start Drinking Without You. But right before that, we heard Hip Hip Hooray by the Trogs, which... I as the songwriter of I Won't Start Drinking Without You was trying to completely rip off (laughs) for I Won't Start Drinking Without You. I love that Trog song. It's great. And And how would you describe the Trogs? Who are they for people who don't know? Well I so the Trogs had a huge hit with Wild Thing and they had a couple what's the other like kind of ballady hit I'm trying to think of right now off the top of Love head. is all around. Love is all around. And then, there's, uh, there's a, I can't
1: control myself, I believe. Yeah. There's maybe. a
2: few, but I think hip hip array was around the time when they were just really trying to get, have another hit. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I, I first saw that. So I first heard that song staying at a band in Knoxville's house. So like I was in this band called John Wilkes booze. We dropped our drive shaft. We were on co-rock stars, by the way, speaking of co-rock stars, oh, you were, well, yeah. okay. I didn't and know we, that. And I, we dropped our drive shaft on the way to a show in Knoxville at the pilot light in 2002. And, uh, we had to stay with, with this band, um, called the bitter pills. And they had this VHS tape of all these like classic, unheralded garage rock songs and it was the first time i'd heard hip hip hooray it was right it must have been 2001 it was right before the coke Dares started and i wanted to play that song so badly and just remember i just kept rewinding it and watching it so Trogs are awesome they were great then they really tried hard to make hits and they made that song which i think was a hit in germany but really nowhere else and they're a crim
1: i would say criminally underrated band i totally agree they're, I a lot I mean, everyone knows Wild Thing, but as far as, like, knowing the name of the Trogs, I don't know. I don't think they ever got their due, or at least around here. Yeah,
2: I, you know, and I I, I bought a Trogs box set when I was in grade school because I read about the box set in Entertainment Weekly. And basically the writer said the same thing. Like, right. all modern, melodic, like, simple rock and roll he wrote could be traced back to the Trogs. So I found the box set on cassette and bought it for like 18 nice. bucks, saved my corn pollination money and went out and got it. <laughs> and then, you know, a thousand years later, the, Co- the Coke dares uh, put out a record and the and the first song in it is I won't start drinking without
1: you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, so are there any upcoming tour plans? There are actually. So the Coke dares put out a record this year called fake lake
2: on April 20th, 2018, we released our, record that took four
1: years to make recorded that's a record for the coke tiers. yeah four years so it was almost like your Chinese democracy yeah it totally was our Chinese yeah, <laughs> yeah. Completely, yeah. Overproduced. yeah right.
2: completely overproduced yeah uh, completely overproduced I think some people like it I don't know it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter I like it so I like it. We recorded it in various places in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, the, shed of, uh, the shed of the shed uh, of the Mountain Goats' saxophone player. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who, who was a neighbor at the time? Uh, the James B. Hunt Jr. Library at NC State. Mm-hmm. Uh, library rock. That's a mm-hmm. kind yeah. of an underrated song genre. about. There's a song about uh, the library on the record. Um have you
1: heard it, Karen by the Go-Betweens? Is it about a library? It is it's about a a it's a love song about a girl who's a librarian. Yeah, see it's I we cool. should we should probably put <laughs> That's, a, a, that's another, a really good song. Put a playlist together. We are <laughs> fond of librarians. Anyway, but you know,
2: no t- uh, we're going to we're going to play some some more shows I think after uh we're in another band that's going to be on tour in uh, September and October and then we'll probably be playing around Christmas. People love the Coke dares at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Huge fans. They're huge fans of Louis Armstrong, Frank Sinatra, and the Coke Dares at Christmas. Yeah. yeah. It's when we pay the bills, so to speak. And the yeah. Twisted Sister Christmas album. Have you heard that? Have, yeah. Every year I try to listen to it, and every year I turn it <laughs> off about two and a half songs in. Oh, and I think sa- tickets are going to go on sale this week for Manhattan
0: Transfers Christmas uh, Jubilee this year. Not Mannheim
2: Steamroller? It is Steamroller. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Mannheim Steamroller, speaking of music trivia, what famous single did manheim steamroller become the band for when that single went out on tour i can't remember the name um, of the, the, the actual artist who made this single but it was a single and do you know wait do i get a hint of when it was it or? was it was in the 70s and it was i'll just
1: give you a big old hint it was like the height of cb rock oh was it um oh god what is the name of that song um they even had a bear in the air that's another god i can't remember the, the c i i know they're
2: cw mccall's oh yeah classic hit convoy convoy? Written, convoy that's right manheim steamroller <laughs> was the touring band i didn't know for that. when that fake thing went i think it was cw mccall <laughs> when that fake thing went on
1: the road they were the band and now you can see them perform their classic christmas album awesome there is there is a record there is a compilation. <laughs> there's perhaps multiple ones there's one that's like all songs about cb radio mm-hmm. which i'm sure is probably a pretty great album but mm-hmm. yeah uh, do we have other tour plans for this year sky miles uh not that i know of we
2: did we did some touring already for fake lake we did a great 10 show seven day tour back in the spring mm-hmm. we just played russian recordings which is a russian recording <laughs> It's a uh, recording studio in Bloomington, Indiana, where we made our second record, Feeling Up. And all of mm-hmm. our records have been mastered there. Uh, we most just played... of
0: our other bands, many of our other bands have recorded there.
2: Yeah. So we went up to Bloomington and played their 15th anniversary show. Played all of our, most of our second record mm-hmm. there. So the Coketairs have been busy, considering that two of us are over 100, mm-hmm. if you... almost over 100 if you add our ages together and
0: the other one lives in philadelphia wherever
1: that is Mm -hmm. and he's in spain whatever that means (laughs) right Right. now (laughs) exactly um are you you could be playing any more music or (laughs) yeah we
2: play music um uh, sky miles who sometimes has gone by the name
1: pete before do you mean currently or in the past well like you know on the show tonight but oh play any more music yes, yeah yes, yeah yes. i think i think
2: right now yeah Oh, yeah
1: yeah you're, you're a present tense kind of kind of person exactly i don't like to live in the past with all yeah. these outdated trivia questions and, i know yeah where's twilly oh yeah it's up here you want you want to go for that
0: yeah i think we're gonna play a number by the dwight twilly band and right, we're what are are you, gonna be go? a fan I, i'm not not super familiar actually a i think you like this one this is a great album um from a great album called twilly don't mind
2: and we're ready when you are i'm uh i'm all ears. all right let's do it here we go let's do this, this is looking for the magic all right oh mercy. Hey.
1: on Damaged Goods with a uh, special guest, the uh, man, The Coke Dares. Are, you, are y'all still out there? Or? You mean The Coke Dares? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're still you not, out here. You're not uh, sick of uh, endless trivia questions? And No, we want more. We do okay. want more. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if the next uh, show doesn't show up, we'll do some more trivia. Maybe. Okay. I was going to say, we can totally extend it. I don't have to get up until like 5 tomorrow. So, <laughs> Who is the greatest band
1: in the world right now? A. Nickelback. <laughs> oh. B. Three Doors Down. Oh man! C, the first two Radiohead albums. <laughs> <laughs> I love that band. Or D, the Coke Dares. Mm. Well, I would go Is this with according to Rolling Stone readership. Hmm. Yeah, because they're they're Olin? obviously they're the authority on <laughs> everything. Yeah, all, yeah. all things music. Yeah, uh, I would like to believe that we're probably better than the first Radiohead
2: record.
3: Maybe as good
2: as the Benz. Yeah, if we're combining them, it would be better than that. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not as popular as Nickelback, nor are we as. I don't know, who was the other one? The. Wait, what did I say? The new Dave Matthews Band. Oh, Cole, yeah. oh, Three Doors Down. That's yeah, Three Doors Down. They're from Pascagoula, Mississippi, so hard to beat. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, We're excited. Yeah, that, to be that's, here. A,
0: that's a judgment call, but for sure that last song was by the Coke Dares.
2: It totally was. Yeah, what song was that? It's called Dropping Out, featured on our new record, Fake Lake. Also featured on that cat compilation, 50 Bands and a Cat.
0: Oh, yeah, there was a fundraiser that we participated in
2: as the Coke Dares. Uh huh. Other bands uh, like Thurston Moore. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember the other bands. And who, who was that cat? And Lil Bub. Oh Lil Bub. Wait, this is a benefit for cats? It wasn't a benefit for cats, was it? No. It was a benefit for something else.
0: It was when our old home state of Indiana was oh, right. uh,
2: fighting old Mike Pence on something, right?
0: Yeah, gosh, I can't remember the exact. Was it? A ba- it wasn't a bathroom bill. It was I'm, a marriage bill, right? I think so. Ah, uh,
3: yeah.
2: It was, it
0: was fighting, fighting hate in our old home state. Um,
2: uh, Fifty bands and a cat for Indiana Equality. Yeah, it was 2015. We had just mixed. <laughs> our first version of fake lake three three years ago oh wow and it was yes it was a benefit to counteract our current vice president mike pence aka hank hill's dad from king of the hill uh-huh, exactly don't they look the same they look exactly the
1: yeah. same. <laughs> they really oh. do
2: yeah i love his yeah, frosted tips i mean yep. the guy you can't go wrong with like a set of crocs and some frosted <laughs> tips <laughs> mm-hmm. and his brian adams cover band is awesome it's amazing the summer i 69 oh my god and it's god. like he only the only play it's mostly like pier in inside like landlocked piers in indiana but he doesn't play very much anymore he's too busy not being around to say that the president's he's an been, asshole uh, pensive
1: yeah. lately oh, so. yes
2: <laughs> so good uncle
1: matt yeah, that's right with all the all the best jokes <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah so we, what, <laughs> what do we hear there we heard uh, we heard dropping out by the Cocktails prior to that we heard XTC
1: yeah, but, uh, radios in motion from but, but first what kind of message to the kids are you sending with a song like dropping out Oh man good uh, question
0: great question um that song's about definitely definitely not
1: going to grad school yeah okay even though we both went to grad school remember those commercials be cool stay in school yeah possibly
0: by mr t
1: right yeah (laughs) i I mean not the original mr johnny t oh yeah that the the tortoise Yeah. yeah
2: yeah Uh, the oldest mohawk tortoise. It didn't say continue to go to school after you've stayed in it long enough to graduate from the first <laughs> time,
1: though. <laughs> right. They ran out of 30 seconds uh, for exactly all that propaganda. The more we knew. Right. I, I
2: mean, I'll say for myself, I'm, I, I'm glad I went to grad school because I like my current job. Oh, yeah. Grad school got me to the
0: enviable position I am today as a NC State librarian. Mm-hmm. I love and, it. And oh, me, you too. Yeah, two
2: NC State librarians right great, here. Great
1: bookend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Is that the only library pronoun? <laughs> there Mm -hmm. maybe Um, the only one it's it's only a good one okay (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's how we landed. I mean, Pete and I, uh, sorry, Sky Miles and I, uh, landed in the same town because of a library and, but that song dropping out also landed us in the same town because we got to record it at the same time. That's right. Really just about, it's about just what financial, educational, you you know, work life stress and
0: life stress and being free from that stress. <laughs> ideally, once you finish grad school, all in 56 seconds or less, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: when you're old enough, you can just really cram it all in in mm-hmm. less right, than a minute. Right, right. Yeah. Well, great. I, I was digging it. So I know. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You said before that we heard
2: oh, XTC radios in motion. And I, I, I picked that one. The Dears have covered that song in the past, but, uh, uh, white music. When the Deer started, we played our first show in what February 27th, 2002, I believe yes. or the 28th. It could have been a, was it a leap year? i don't know probably not um it was probably the 27th how many days no it's the 28th that's usually the last day in february right yes yeah so february 28th 2002 and after that show our good friend dave kuntz uh gave me a copy of white music said it was his favorite xdc record and that we sounded like it and then i think for a while i was just trying to write songs like that record especially radios in motion because it's so good
1: did Andy Partridge ever sue you for ripping him off? <laughs> no. Ecstasy? No. I do follow him on Twitter, and I don't understand. He puts so many spaces between his
2: periods, and or maybe no spaces. Maybe he's trying to... Anyway, the way he types things bothers me. I really like the way he sings and writes songs, though. Well, just like he liked to
0: cram it all in that song, he likes to try to cram it all in a, get extra tweetage in there?
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just whatever. Well, I think oh, that sorry. their song, Dear God, is, uh, I don't know, one of my... I mean I know there's a lot of songs about religion, but that to me I think is one of the the best and very underrated songs about religion. Yeah, it's a and good one. Skylarking,
2: that record Skylarking is is my summer jam every year. It's <laughs> the like there's a period of summer which we haven't quite met yet. Maybe it'll start tomorrow. Oh yeah. Where
1: I only listen to Skylarking. So, well, so before that, is it you listening to Sugar Ray and like what, what's
2: you know, yeah and Len or whatever that band was? <laughs> that was probably the feel
1: good hit of 1999. I'm yeah, sure Lit. Definitely. I try to listen to as much Lit. Oh, as I can. I've seen that before. Yeah. Oh, you saw Lit live? Yeah. So what happened was I went to a one of those 90s reunion tour things. Mm-hmm. Those reunion packages. And if you want to see a band not at their peak. <laughs> That's a great place to go. Did they only play that one song? Well, so here, here was the lineup. Here, if you're sitting down, it was Marcy's Playground. Oh yeah, they had one song, Marcy Playground. Marcy, Marcy Playground. Yeah, uh, no. Marcy Playground. Then lit. Then I believe it was Gin Blossoms, Sugar Ray, and Everclear. Okay, so those last three original lead singers. Yes, for for the. I think the guitarist of Gin Blossoms uh, committed suicide. Right. But the, the singer snare. singer's still there. And then um, I'd say, technically, the best band of the night, um, performance wise, or as far as technical ability, was the Gin Blossoms. Aspect, Yeah. Yeah, they got that kind of power guess. popish thing going on. They, I saw them in ninety four. They, they, they didn't they bad then. They weren't bad then and they aren't bad now. Yeah, yeah, they're good. It's pretty good radio. I, I think Hey Jealousy is a good like radio rock song, but uh the Give it time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Compare well, compared to Lit who were yeah. mad that the crowd was not interested enough in them <laughs> and they were like shirtless. You know when those dudes are like you know the dudes are like forty five and they're shirtless and they're trying to be like the like sexy rock stars yes and, and love them really no one Wow, i think their last song was the my own worst enemy song and that was the only time the crowd really was like oh yeah yeah like yeah they didn't who cares about right? it? i mean that <laughs>
2: right. i actually like I, I think fondly of that song because it's it's pretty catchy like it's yeah, one of those like is. post post alternative selling or whatever it did post alternative stations becoming just mainstream stations yeah earworms that I like look Definitely. forward to hearing.
1: Yeah. It's very catchy. And then I think Everclear was the biggest disappointment. Wow. Yeah. They, it, I think the singer, he just, I don't know. Maybe his voice was off. He, I think he was having an off night or something with his vocals, but Alexis. Yep. Yeah. And speaking of frosted, that's tips. the only man I would maybe go, actually want to see and that that's a bummer that they didn't follow through hmm. and you you might laugh at this but i think as far as the most entertaining it was probably sugar ray i,
2: I believe I mean, that i saw sugar ray in 95 at x-fest 95 oh wow before was, they hit like real big yeah and like and mark mcgrath just apologized the whole time i'm so sorry my voice is so screwed up was it were they still a hardcore band they were it was green, green, <laughs> green machine was their only hit at that point yeah so it was it was all like Kind of like fast hardcore right. stuff, right?
1: Yeah, for those that don't know, Sugar Ray kind of started out as like a hard rock or metalish yeah, it was fast band music with a lot of screaming. Mm-hmm. And then they they realized <laughs> if they put a pop song on their on their record, it would it would go straight to the top of the charts. So, God, that was a weird time. It's so good. Like reading articles about '90s
2: bands like that. I'm trying to really, like, oh, oh, what was the band that just reunited that turned into Mars Volta? Like oh. stranded the stranded the no wasn't them well, at the drive at the drive yeah yeah stranded the drive in was a great team team band. Band. Indiana band mm-hmm. yeah at the drive in I mean one arm scissor was a hit on the how was that song possibly a hit <laughs> right that was a weird time, yeah that yeah. was weird uh, and then there's that other band that I can't think of the name of right now but like these hardcore bands that I I th- would I would see in basements in in, in Indiana in the nineties yeah. suddenly on X Fest lineups for. And Sugar Ray, being a hardcore band, that decides probably they leave the studio to go get Taco Bell, and their producer <laughs> puts together "Fly," and suddenly they're huge. Drum yeah, they supporters. probably put it on as a filler
0: song to like fulfill a contract. Yeah, and the rest I, is what you, whatever you call it.
1: I think it's interesting that when a band sort of they're they realize what they're doing is no longer good or never or no longer like hit worthy, and then they try something new. I know we talked about it on the show before but have you ever heard the Village People's punk song? No. <laughs> yeah. no. It's called Food Fight by the Village People. Oh wow. And they were in the early 80s when disco had died out. They were trying to stay current, so they released a Devo-esque, like quirky new wave post-punky kind of song called Food Fight. And if you heard the song, you'd never It's really not a bad song for that era. I mean, it's it's kind of Sounds like a Devo B side or something. Yeah. It's, it's cool. Or So it's kind of shocking to hear it because you're like, that was the Village people. And it's like, what? <clears throat> and I always think stuff like that's interesting to see bands try something that, like, I know Holland Oates tried to do a kind of post-spunky thing. That record's not that bad. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah. And surprisingly. And then some other bands, uh, I know Paul McCartney did that, his solo album, I think it's just called Two. He did a track called "Temporary Secretary" on it, and you can tell he was he was uh, all about the Devo at the time hmm. of recording that. And it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to hear famous people trying to to uh, hop on the bandwagon. So, what is Sugar Ray trying to do with
2: "Fly"? Like, like who are they aping in whatever year that ninety
1: nine? I don't know. I think they. I think at the time it was the you know they they would say, "Oh, this is the feel good hit of the summer." I don't know if they still do that, but they used to say that about. Um, I think they do still because they said that about that song and they probably said it about the Steal My Sunshine song. Mm -hmm. Or like Soak Up the Sun by Sheryl Crow or something. Uh, Something that's like bland but like kind of peppy, kind of, you know, doesn't, uh, not too dark, not too fast, not too slow, you know, kind of just... Really generic and sunshiny lyrics, you know? Why are statues crumbling for him? <laughs> I mean, it's
2: like, I, that, whenever I hear that song, so that uh, the 25 years old, my mother, God rest her soul, is a reference to a another song that I can't think of right now, but a, an Irish folk singer's, like, 70s hit. Right, because he's... I found on pop-up video that his mother's not dead, so that was yeah. kind of misleading. It's yeah. just lyrics he's referencing. So it's as if they're just, like, producers just looking for scraps... Mm-hmm. Of, there weren't text messages at the time, so it wasn't like look, he or she, probably he, wasn't looking through text messages on their phones. But just, oh, what are those lyrics mean? It doesn't matter. It's still a feel-good hit. Right. they just want to fly, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter if the statues are crumbling of your favorite tourist destinations. I went to Rome and all the statues were crumbling. Maybe that's where Beck got the idea for Midnight Vultures. Oh, maybe it's true. Yeah.
0: Just songs that don't mean anything that... Kind of cool, yeah. I mean, I love that record. That's good
2: record. Mostly. As far
1: as weird '90s songs, I like the Crash Test Dummies. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> that's very that yeah.
2: It's pretty Lynchian, given uh, how many of my high school jock friends or people I knew who tried to beat me up in gym class liked that song.
1: <laughs> right, it's, it's a dark ass song. It is. Mm-hmm. It's just funny though. It gets on MTV, and all of a sudden the jocks are mm-hmm. jocking that song.
2: God, those jocks! They really. <laughs> They really ruined Rage Against the Machine for me. Right, yeah. It's too no. bad, because that band's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Good
2: job, Rage. <laughs> <Apparently>, I keep <laughs> seeing people saying that those records hold up. I bet they really do at this point. Yeah.
1: I think that... I don't know. Rage is a... It, it, I think also the what's weird about them is that the the rap rock thing came on after them. So I think they kind of get roped in with that. Sometimes it's mm-hmm. like being like a biscuit type mm-hmm. band or mm-hmm. biscuit or yeah, Lincoln park or something like that. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a throwaway. Whereas I think rage had some really good songs. Um, I'm not so, not so sure you could say the same about the other mentioned bands, but Yeah.
2: Well, here's to that poster that was in everybody's dorm room when mm-hmm. I was a freshman in college.
1: That Rage poster. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it for the Evil Empire? Oh, no, it was the one with the... The Burning Monk? Oh, yeah, the, from the first album. Yeah, yes. that was... Right, right.
0: Self-immolation rock. Self-immolation rock. Well, so... Sounds good, though. So Bob Marley
1: poster, you're pretty much graduated. Mm-hmm. Right. No, you got to have the drop out. Melting Clocks <laughs> right? Definitely. poster, and you have Flight. to have a Dark Side of the Moon poster. Preferably Blacklight. Right. <laughs> right. So, Huge fan. And it's going to be, you know, a VHS copy of The Wizard of Oz is probably sitting right next to that. I swear it is worth doing that at least once. If I've never actually done if it. If you've so. never done it, it... I mean, if you, you, you can
2: make anything cool if you, believe, if, you can, if, if you believe it. And, man, if you go into that believing it, it's pretty cool.
1: Do you believe in life after love?
2: I believe... Uh, at my I can, age, no. <laughs> at 52? <52, laughs> I can feel something inside me say,
1: I really don't think it's strong enough. Well, I was thinking that maybe the Coke Dares could do an album that corresponds to a popular movie. What do you think? Oh, I would love to do that. I, um,
0: Most movies that are short aren't popular.
1: <laughs> yeah, and people don't
2: really dig mm-hmm. short stories or short films, but we could do
0: maybe if we did all our albums back to back, one MP3 track, let's say, mm-hmm. save space. Maybe well, Dark Side of the them.
2: Moon isn't as long as Wizard of Oz. You just oh, get the right. first forty yeah. forty one minutes. That's a good point. I and mean, people were really mad that that record was only forty minutes when it came out. They wanted more from Floyd, right? Maybe maybe, but,
1: maybe like Pulp Fiction. How about that? Well, how about a? Oh yeah, I'm fine with that. Maybe, like, you could Are get you really, arranging a screening right now? This sounds I uh, Yeah, but you're, you're like, start raging really at the part where Samuel L. Jackson's, like, you know, on this, like, that monologue he does where yeah. he's like, you will know my name is the. Lord. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that you'd be able to listen to at least two of our records during that scene. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah, That's a yeah. good good one, yeah. two, two of the EPs, yeah, for yeah. sure. And yeah the scene with the gimp i don't know i'm sh- hopefully you have a song queued up for that so uh
2: yeah i'm looking right now it seems like we might <laughs> <laughs> Remember, i mean matt we are down we got two minutes left here well we got a we started five minutes late so we've got, oh, we got seven like minutes there's so. seven minutes yeah that's great i mean we do the cocairs have at least 100 more songs that we could play <laughs> right i feel like we should probably just play a couple that's more true though. actually We do. I can't remember what the total
1: is right now. It's a lot. We don't have time to even add it up. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we we could play a couple, a few more songs and come back and say goodbye. That
2: seems good. Um, I want to play this song by the Coke Dares called We Went to a Restaurant, speaking of uh, fast food trivia. Ah, there you go. All right. Well, this uh, uh, this is the one. Are you guys ready to hear this out in uh, Dial Land? Radio Land, yeah.
1: We're 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 ready. ready. We're doing it right now. Phones are lighting up just for the song, (laughs) so... Our special guest, uh, the band Coke Dares. Hi. Hi. Hey, wh- what the hell did we just hear there? That was our dance hit that we <clears throat> referred to nigh on two hours ago. <laughs> right.
2: The CAT scan. Oh, yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. I like that. Major hit out of the Midwest dance craze. I think we saw two or three people maybe do the CAT scan after we described it to them. Huh. How just, many people have you
0: ever seen that... do the shag?
1: I Only on YouTube. I think the CAT scan is when you... Get on the uh, cat bus and try to find, like, the emptiest seat. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. Also the the cat scan. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely true. (laughs) A little local action. Right, right. I've never
2: seen anybody. Have you ever been to
1: a shagging? Uh, like Austin exhibit. powers or or the dancing. Well, right, that's right, another podcast,
2: Ooh. right? talking <laughs> about the local dance craze, the shag. Yeah, that that
1: is comes out of the beach music scene that has sprung up from North Carolina, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Heard that know. before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know what it looks like. Um, no, I've never. I mean, I've I've never gone to a shagging event, but I know that they have them around here sometimes. Yeah, well, but nice, next time. Yeah, when you have a hit, when you
0: become fifty-two years of age, you'll probably head over to the shagging concert. I guess. Yeah, you know. I don't know who, who, who knows anyway, who what your else glory we...
1: days. <laughs> like the uh, that popular band was it the Chairman of the Board mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the Embers? Yeah, was, oh, yeah, Some some of the uh, top beach... huge beach music fans. The right. Coasters are not to be confused <laughs> with Beach Boys, but right,
2: right, or mm-hmm. uh, Beach Slang, or Dirty Beach, or right. Mm-hmm. The Dirty Beaches. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying. To, never mind. There was a band in Bloomington called Something Dead Beach. Yeah. Different band. Ah, great, band. great band. Great yeah. band, though. Well, so uh, what did, What else did we hear there? We heard. Uh, we heard uh, what, uh, Blooms by the wonderful Indiana band Marmoset. Mm hmm. Old friends. hmm. Old. Really old. <laughs> uh, and great, great band. Worth seeking out. Marmoset's yes. amazing and made. Maybe we, still make I many, don't know many
0: many very cool weird albums yeah thanks kind to of timeless
2: sounding albums they were one of the first bands that turned me on to things like or made me realize that bands like Wire had modern influences like, oh yeah just like, like but just great just really good songs great songwriting I don't remember what we heard well we heard uh, Bikini Kill we were Bikini Kill right before that with Carnival which was another band we're seeking out if you yeah, haven't already which I heard. imagine you probably have but. yeah find that find that first collection of EPs and stuff and Carnival's great. Carnival yeah. meant, went on almost every mixtape I made in the. I think that's one of their
1: uh, best songs. I agree. It's one of their. It's got it. It's catchy. It's melodic. Feel, it's, feel good hit of the summer. It's, it's, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. It's referential. See, so you, you just sandwich that between Sugar Ray and the Steal My Sunshine song. And oh you got, my god. You got a Barbie girl if you can. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: And the first song in that set was uh, "We Went to a Restaurant" by the Coke Dares. We did this this year. We put out a three sided single. We put a we put out a limited edition. Oh wow! Thirty-three copies made only, mm-hmm. three-sided single, which were three three-inch lathe-cut records in one package. That where we went to a restaurant. Five-inch, or they were five-inch. Yeah, yes. three-inch. Three, too small. Five-inch. three five-inch yes. five hand-cut records, one-sided, one-sided each. So it was Hands a three-sided, three-sided single. Signal.
0: <laughs> In handmade silkscreened
2: uh LP size packaging mm-hmm. gatefold. Well, open openable. It is the nicest looking art mm-hmm. of any record I've ever been a part of. And we made thirty three copies. We have what, three left, maybe? Sold well, out on the website. Oh, I, mean, I, mean, they, I think each of the Cokedairs may have a copy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if one does. Yeah, you need a direct drive turntable. You can't have an automatic, you can't listen to this record <laughs> if you have a record player that automatically stops at the end of a record because the, 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 the lathe cut records are so small that yeah. your automatic record player will think the record's over.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: But anyway, yeah, this is a benefit. This is a feature, not a bug. Right.
1: <laughs> it, it, it's hella esoteric. Well, so one of my last questions was going to ask you: Have you played outside of the United States? The Cocteers have. The Cocteers played
2: a show in Spain, uh huh, in two thousand three, and we recorded it for a, a show called "The Cocteers Live in Spain," or an EP called that.
1: Mm-hmm. No uh, Canadian dates? You never played oh, in no, Canada? We have no, no. Oh my God, we have. We did play in Canada
2: once. We played in Kelowna, BC. Oh yeah, that's right yeah oh, okay. We played on the west side. How was that? It was great awesome. yeah we Is were op- at a community center. We were opening for Magnolia Electric Company, playing with our good friends lady Hawk. Uh-huh. okay. some
0: of whom were from Kelowna. and we stayed at one of their parents' house. yep.
2: How did the Canadian audience receive you? Good well, even uh the promoter of that show always whenever our stuff goes is available online to buy he's one of the first people to buy those things oh there you go yeah i think if we're ever anywhere west of fayetteville again
1: fayetteville <laughs> yeah. I think we sorry, were... <laughs> fayetteville Fayetteville, <laughs> arkansas or fayetteville north carolina fayetteville north carolina <laughs> okay. Home of
0: i think we made a real impression on canada
2: yeah <laughs> well maybe maybe a canadian tour right i would love it definitely it's nice up there some Tim yeah. Hortons, some
1: a and w so we played there and in spain Okay. Yeah. So, uh, three countries total. Coke tears are played in three countries. Also, you, you did not <laughs> pick out a prize yet, so you haven't got to oh. pick one out. Um, I if the am... drummer were here, we could get a drum roll. Yeah.
2: It's just one for both of us. Right. Yeah, uh, one, for, you, you one pick, for each. you do so. you pick
0: for the Coke tears, Doctor? Oh, man. You've had the highest education.
2: <laughs>
0: uh... Hence the most intelligent choice, because DeVos is a doctor, right? Yeah. Yeah, she's the that smartest. justifies pretty much anything. Yeah, pretty.
2: Pete, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick three things and I'm gonna help. who's you're Pete? We're gonna, gonna narrow it down. Sky Miles. I'm picking these three. These are the three that I really want. And then I'm I make I need it you. hard. We're an egalitarian collective. He what what has he cho what has it chosen for it? Is, it has chosen hip hop for kids on VHS, <laughs> and it will be. Can, may I? And the crowd yeah, goes. Hip Hop for Kids is a 30 minute video introducing kids to, kids to hip hop dance with Roger G, a featured dancer with Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. This is going to be great. Uh, the other side uh,
0: claims it, that it features the latest hip hop steps, and I wish <laughs> I knew what
2: year this was from mm-hmm. to know what era. But we'll find out. Yeah, they stopped making VCRs in 2017 or 2016, so got to be before oh, 1998 done. or 6 jumping fish productions It's going to be great. Thank you so okay. much. Oh yeah, Thank you, you very pick very out one more
1: prize? There's 296.
2: So. Yeah. So I'm getting this one, Pete, you get to pick you get to pick one yourself. This is mine.
1: Yeah, you still have the Tom Jones Greatest Hits of cassette, To the Extreme of Vanilla Ice, Hype the Grunge Music Documentary. Actually, it's not a bad Theodore Rex. Do the... watch, right? All right. So Pete, I'm picking Hype, the other VHS classic here. Yeah, that's Exclusive a Exclusive Sound Garden yeah that's a really cool documentary and grunge music and it does cool. go It's great it goes pretty deep it goes it definitely goes much past like nirvana and pearl jam it goes into tad and mud honey and some uh yeah, melvin's are on there yeah think dead moon is war. on there to talk about my war by black flag oh yeah dude that's oh, right dead moon yeah yeah dead moon's on there yeah, i lived really in cool.
0: portland for a while and i got to see dead moon a couple times oh wow it was real yeah dead moon's amazing treat yeah cool so I actually saw them for the first time in bloomington you weren't opening, were you, in some way? Oh, the sands. I kind of felt like I saw Nirvana that night. Yeah. Having never seen Nirvana.
1: Oh, you did see them?
0: No, I, I never saw Nirvana, but when I saw Dead Moon, I kind of felt like I'd seen Nirvana in some way. I, I don't oh. know if that makes sense. I was I, yeah, I was get you. old enough to
2: know the fucking difference
1: where can people go online if they want to check out more music from the coke dares
2: so the coke dares uh first of all uh fake lake should be available in any of your favorite record stores and if it's not you can get it there but uh
1: there's the clean radio edit version in walmart yeah of
2: course obviously um uh third uncle records is the label that put out um the the fake lake so you can go oh, yeah, there.
1: B- Billy, he's awesome.
2: You know Billy, yeah. I do, yeah. He's great. So Puts out
0: our friend Birds of Avalon uh-huh. records and mm-hmm.
2: uh, put out some... Honey Radar. Some good stuff. Alpha Mica. Elephant Micah. Elephant Micah. Hiss. Did he do some with Hiss? He may have done a Hiss record. A I'm splitter? not sure. Anyway, No, yeah, that split was on uh, uh, that paradise of bachelors i think oh yeah, yeah sorry another local we'll just, label
1: we'll just uh record a bonus episode where we just read out all of their releases <laughs> from <Yeah>. the releases air. <laughs> thanks <Billy. laughs> but anyway you can go to you can go to uh you can go to the coke dares
2: Bandcamp page for everything but the new record um and there's lots uh you can go to the coke and see a very outdated website that we now have just let be a history of the internet um you can find us in record stores you can Email us at thecoctairs at gmail.com. Isn't there? There's some music videos right on YouTube. There's some music videos, uh, plenty of live footage. There's mm-hmm. lots of stuff. If you go in, and uh, Sky Miles uh, reminded me that those podcasts are still available at our website. Great. And, yeah. So if you want to know what we sounded like 10 years ago. And when is the Mark Marin episode airing? Uh, soon. Uh, we almost, like, I consider the fact that you saw him in LA the last time we were there. I saw him walking down the street in LA and he
0: mentioned our bandmate from another band right yeah did he... he did
1: oh, how was mark meeting mark Marin? i didn't meet him <laughs> oh you did i saw him on the street oh <laughs> like his neighborhood
2: saw... in la oh okay gotcha but he didn't mention our bandmate from another band on one yeah. of his episodes yeah. yeah so oh that's cool uh but yeah yeah so he seems like a great guy he's yeah. our number one fan is what i'm saying <laughs> there <you> Go, yeah <laughs> he has all the course. records all from we'll probably be the, on his show pretty soon oh, okay yeah. Good guy, right? right. But yeah, you can find us anywhere, and uh, if you just Google the Coke Tears, you'll luckily find us first uh, before you find all the other things that might be associated with that.
1: Is there a last question? Is there a rival band mm. called the Pepsi Challenge? Man, I, or the Pepsi Challenges? Yeah, yeah huh? Be- like from the other side of town? Yeah, I wish. I wish when, uh,
2: that was that should have been the answer when people asked us what the mm-hmm. Coke Tears meant. I should have said, well, the Pepsi Challenge was taken,
1: right? Because all the other <laughs>
2: all the other answers were, were just made up anyway. So,
1: well, great. I'm uh, well. I'm looking forward to more shows by the Coke Dares. Hopefully soon.
2: Yeah, we can't stop playing them as much as we want to. We love music that much, right? But we're excited. Oh. We got you know, we've got more music coming out probably in five to 10 years. <laughs> uh, and then our first number one hit will at least be 52. So right. If we've learned anything from tonight's episode, you're
1: trying to, just to break that world record. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A song about the oldest tortoise in the world. Yeah. When you're 53 <laughs> I think years old, one when we're 53. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So do you want to end on the song? I do. And I'm trying to decide which one it should be.
2: Uh, I'm going to throw this to sky miles here. Uh, it should probably be a Coke dare song. And there are two to two to choose from here. We got you say a lot. And we got uh, Nobody Knows What You Are. Pill is bottle. that
1: Sail-A-Lot or say a lot It could be both. Sail-A-Lot. A, Ooh, we
2: got Pill Bottle in the house? We got Pill Bottle in the house. That was a lost classic for a long time. It was a lost classic for a long time. I think time. we should do that. All right. Um, Matt, the Cogetails want to thank you for having us on Damaged Goods this Very evening. much. This yeah. I had a I had a blast. So. Yeah, And thanks for the gifts. Oh, yeah, of course. The parting gifts. I'm actually almost considering trading this in for Europe now that I keep looking at the Final Countdown. <laughs> I do have a cassette deck in the van, and it's like, <laughs>
1: I might listen to that more. But anyway. Thank but you so much. You may oh yeah, Anytime. Uh, please come back and we'll play some more trivia games. We'll see you next week. Hey. Yeah, I hope Man. so.
2: <laughs> and this uh this is it. This is nobody knows what you are pill bottle from the Coke Dears new release, Fake Lake,
1: and the Coke wanna thank Matt one more time. Oh yes, and thank you. And you can hear more of our episodes on damage dot com or on Mixcloud or wherever your whatever podcast app you listen to. Also Damage Goods Radio on Facebook, Twitter, the Instagram. We're on fucking everything, so just <laughs> add us on there and just quit uh, quit thinking about it. Just do it. Yeah. But anyway, here uh here we are We're gonna end with Coke Dares. Good night. Filling my body up with
2: this. Not even sure. been a promising day, but never
0: keyboard and you are listening to intro. Intro is a music program which offers a distinct connection to new and rediscovered sounds from all over. Intro airs 6 to 7 pm each Thursday here on Little Rally Radio.